Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away All right. <coughs> Whoa, what was that? Well, hey, let me do that over. Hey, good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This week's show brought to you in part by our good friends out at the driveway company. Do you have pivots, ditches, canals, ice puddles? You name it. Does Is it happening in your driveway? Well, you don't have to put up with that stuff anymore. Give the guys... A call at the driveway company out in Grimes at 515-850-107. Get out there and see what's going on with your driveway and tell you how you can get that all smoothed out and make your driveway experience so much better for 2021. Nick and the guys do a wonderful job when they come out there. It's really easy to get an estimate. It's free, and they will take great care of you. The driveway company out in Grimes. Give them a holler if you have anything going on with your driveway or if your garage is sinking. You name it, they can do it out there. They're good, good people. The driveway company and tell them Outdoor Stan sent you. Well, we got a lot of fun, uh, stuff to talk about here in the next two hours. Good morning, Matt. Hey, Matt and Steven and Mike. And uh, people are freezing out there. Rick and Tom, good morning, buddy, this morning on Facebook Live, our stream there. Uh, it's cold. I mean, it is. Uh, I think my truck, I think the Red Arrow told me it was 10 degrees when I got in the truck this morning. So. It was so cold that my beloved little lab, my 100-pound moose of a dog, Raven, went outside and he did his business and got right back in the house. And that's not like my, my puppy. My puppy likes to go out and sniff, find rocks and everything else. He's a, he's a, he's a maniac. Are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Mike's not working right now, but yeah. Uh, your mic's not working? There we go. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I. I have to wear a mask when I go into any like Casey's because my normal routine in the morning is I go to Casey's mm-hmm. and I've been there before. They say, you can't come in here without a mask. Well, that's fine. But why are you wearing it in the studio? It's just you and me and you got glass between us. Well, I just, I sometimes. I... Well, I'll, actually, it's a better look for you. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a rim shot for that one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Andrew's practicing safe, safe distancing this morning or. Or, Safe distancing? Or uh, what, do they, what, what do they call that? Social anyway. distancing. Well, uh, so Raven, yeah, Raven Raven said it was cold this morning. So, man, look at all the people on Facebook Live. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Rick, Brant. Good to see you, David. Good morning. I hope Thank you, everybody, for following us here on Facebook Live. Good morning, Nathan. So today we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to be talking ice fishing in the Deer Classic. We're going to have Kent on from uh, Respect the Game TV. Kent is Ryan's dad, 
and uh, he's a snow goose guide. So we're going to talk with him here in a little bit about snow goose hunting for all my waterfowl folks out there. And in the eight o'clock hour, it's just going to be us. We'll have a we have mail segment plus uh, smoking Joe Smeltzer and your chance. Well, hey, Donnie, Don, Big Red is watching us on Facebook Live from Arizona. We miss you, Big Red. We miss you. Yeah, he's not freezing out there. I can tell you that right now. Andy Wilson, good morning. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit Iowa Deer Classic as well before we get out of here today. So we got a lot to talk about. If you want to call in, uh, Steve Bo, hey, General Bogle, how you doing? Mr. And Wade over in Illinois. Good to see you. Tony Sowers. Hi, Tony. Our buddy, Tony. Uh, if you want to call in and t- say hi, you're more than welcome to do that. 244-1350, 244-1350, if you got something you want to talk about. And uh, we'll have a whole bunch of other things to do before uh, we get out of here today. So, uh, let's see. Sponsor of the week is Chick-fil-A. They wanted me to tell you they got a brand new sandwich. It's going to be here through April. If you like spice in your life, and who doesn't, how about a grilled spicy deluxe chicken sandwich? That's a boneless breast of chicken marinated with a blend of peppers and grilled for a tender and spicy taste. On a multi-grain barish bone. With Kobe Jack cheese, a green leaf lettuce, and tomato paired with a cilantro lime sauce pocket. All that for you there at uh, Chick-fil-A off Mills, Civic Mills Parkway. What are you laughing about? <laughs> that was a lot of words for you, wasn't it? Uh, cilantro and brioche. Brio- yeah, yeah, brioche. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of big words there. I'm telling you. No, that, that was good. I think it did good. I was just trying to give you a compliment. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Andrew. Andrew's over there. Giving compliments. Giving compliments. 25 cents each. Jake and, Jake from Steak Farm. Good morning, bud. Uh, Ed, good morning. Good to see you. John, good morning. Go ahead. Appreciate everybody checking us out on Facebook Live. So, Valentine's week. week? Valentine's next yeah. week. When yeah, is that? Are you, are you doing anything big? Mm, I don't know. I, you know, Jenny usually spoils me. Yeah. You know, so. She's the nice one in the relationship. Is she? Well, <laughs> you, you only say that because she loves you and she's there. But. But you know, uh, uh, you know, it's a big week. Uh, I'm sure she'll get me some Valentine. Yeah, yeah. She always, you know, she's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't know. I, my wife just doesn't Valentine's as much. Not that she just hasn't been as she didn't hasn't been as uh, big with it lately. I mean, ever I should say. So you know, last couple of years we just haven't really celebrated as much. Yeah, but. You know, she says, you can still get me chocolates. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day. So I guess it gives me the Well, she's excuse. having your baby, so yeah. you got another baby coming. So I would be getting her all the chocolate you can muster. That's exactly Yeah, it. <laughs> That's yeah. A- trust me. Endorphins, man. Keep those endorphins going. Yeah, yeah. And she's happy. It's all better. Yeah, absolutely. 707 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. So this week, uh, what did I do this week? I basically just worked on uh, we, Larry McCoy and I, Larry Mack from Respect to Game TV. We started that new podcast. We got um, Brian, Brian Callahan on. I had to think for a second. My mind is uh, Brian is a country music artist. If you want to check that out, go. Um, you can go to outdoorsdan.com and right there on my front page, there's a link to go to Anchor. We've got it on Google, what, iTunes, Google Play. Sketchers, yep. Spotify, but uh, uh, podcast that we really had a Arkansas right now for snow goose extravaganza. Well, there you go, Marcus. We're going to be talking a little snow goose hunting here in a minute. Uh, Brian was great. Uh, it's nice to have a country music artist that loves to hunt and fish. 
And uh, if you uh, if you like country music, go check that out and go check out some of Brian's music. He uh he's got some good tunes out there. And then uh, the new one was Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauce that will air. Well, we're going to launch those every Tuesday. So if you go if you go to Anchor and and subscribe or whatever, um, or it just uh, there's not a lot of product. Um, we probably will talk product from here, from time to time, but it's mostly just talking with uh, guests and uh, like Speed. We talked about you know cooking and uh how he got in the hall of fame and uh we did do some uh we talked about some of the different sauces how cookies barbecue sauce became cookies we talked about all that so if you love the cookie story you know that's a good one for you in altoona don't know what temp it's been working all night working all night it's cold thomas i can just tell you that buddy it's cold daryl good morning so, uh, yeah, it, that's called all out, uh, all out. It's all outdoors with outdoors Dan and Larry Mack. So, yep. yeah. And we're going to have Luke Combs is going to be on there soon. Uh, we'll have Wally for talking cross. Um, uh, I, Larry has got some other folks on and, uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. So I enjoy doing that. It's, it's nice commercial breaks and you can just do, yeah. just talk, which is nice. So. 709 and some change. Uh, it's cold out there. We got I got ice fishing reports. Tell you what we'll do. Why don't we take a real quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk with Kent. Kent's got he's smoking ribs, and his mom and dad own a barbecue restaurant down in Missouri. So he's he's got stuff. They've been getting hammered because of the football game tomorrow. Uh, so let's get him on, and we'll talk snow goose hunting. And then we'll do the fishing reports after that. Is that all right? All right. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. 1970 right here on 1350 ESPN. Spinning to the oldies right here. What is that? You're going back. What, what was that off of? That was off a movie, wasn't it? Well, this was the official music video for Kenny Loggins playing with the boys. Yeah, that was on a movie. Or it something. was on. It was in a movie, and I can't remember what. Yeah. I was trying to find that before the show exactly. Yeah. I love the history behind music videos, but yeah, I, 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 I was wondering if you would catch that, and you did. Uh huh. There we go. All right. Well, uh, good morning, Tim and Dan, and I hope everyone's doing well today. John Thompson said it's sea standing. Well, I don't blame you, man. It's it's nuts. Let's go over to the phones. We're going to talk a little snow goose hunting here. We got uh, snow goose season coming up. And uh, Kent Huser, which is Ryan's dad, uh, and he's the, he's the junior partner for Respect the Game TV. Is that right, junior partner? <laughs> I don't know what I am. You know, you look older than I am. I'm actually older than you, which I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I look older because I have to carry you everywhere around most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really thought you were like five, six years older than me, you know. And then when we were turkey hunting this last spring, it's like, really? You're how? You're only what fifty? What are you? 52? 53. I said, yeah. I'm older than you. I mean, gosh, man, I'm still pretty and everything. I, 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 I just I can't believe that I'm that much older than you. Yeah, well, when you when you raise uh, Ryan and Josh and have to put up with them all them years, you know, it gives you a lot of gray hair. Uh, <laughs> top Gun, Justin said that's Top Gun from Top Gun. There Th- you go. Thanks, Justin. Thank Appreciate you, Justin. it. So, uh, hey, Google. Uh, I don't have my. Uh, I I I called Kent this morning on the way to work because I was thinking about him. 
Uh, oh, that's nice. Well, I, say, I smell barbecue on the way to work. That's why I was thinking about it. Oh, uh, yeah. And what's that, What's the place down there called? The Rib Crib? Ray Ray's Rib Shack. Rib Shack. There you go. Uh, yeah. When's snowy season up here? When's that start? Can you Google that, Andrew? Because yeah. I don't think I put that in my notes. You don't remember, do you, Kent? It should start February 1st on the snow goose ordinance conservation. So it's order. already going. It, it should be. Yeah. I see. I could, you know, those things change for me to remember that. And I don't waterfowl hunt. So I, it's really, you yeah. know, I have a hard time remembering where I live anymore, you know? <laughs> There's been quite a few that are starting to, they're actually pushing back up and going north on that snow line, but they're going to get a rude awakening today. Well, now what is the, I mean, we got, we still got several inches of snow on the ground, on the grass and stuff, and it's bitterly cold. I mean, it's 10 degrees up here. Now, what does that do? Is that push them south or? Um, they'll, they'll stay right on the, on the edge of that snow line is so what they'll do. So we don't as long have, as they have some open water and right on that snow line. It, it <laughs> makes it. Tom, Tom says snow, uh, shed season trumps goose season. I, I almost with you there, Tom. Almost with you there a little bit. I I love shed hunting too. So does Kent. Kent Kent yeah. is actually a, a snow a waterfowl professional. He guides. He professionally guides people. And um, I don't know how good he is because his turkey skills aren't that great. But we did get <laughs> we did shoot we did get two birds. I will give him that. He just has a he always picks the worst terrain to go after him at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The north side of the property it's it's pretty rough. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I, it, my, you know, climbing 20 foot fences and stuff. I, you know, I didn't mind that when I was in the military, but you know, I'm an old man now. I especially carried all that camera gear and getting stuck in the mud. That, that wasn't a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was 54 degrees here yesterday and I was just about ready to, I was getting that fever trims, but it's, it's getting cold now. 54 degrees in Missouri yesterday. Yep. I don't even want to hear sunny. I don't even want to hear nice. Yeah. So, what does that do for your for your waterfowl hunting? Then is that going to mess you up? Uh, a, a lot of them right now I said they're coming back on that spring migration. So, I mean, like that, they'll go and they'll get on the bluegrass or they'll they'll sit on the water. Um, anymore, I've gotten to the point where when it comes to the snow goose ordinance, I hunt them over the water because they let they they're a lot less weary. They let their guard down a little bit instead of having to put out them big spreads in a field and trying to pull them in that way. Uh-huh. But, uh, I'll, I'll hunt 48 floaters and consistently, uh, shoot them real well over water. Really? Yeah. And me and me and Philip actually last year, uh, we just experimented a little bit when he was up here and, uh, I mean, we were putting 24 decoys out, just small spreads and we were consistently, uh, decoying anywhere from 200 to 3000 birds at a time. Wow. And they, they just, uh, we did real well. Yeah, I remember uh, you, Philip Vanderpool, and was it Josh and Ryan that did it? Josh and Ryan, yeah. And, and that, did, uh, was Larry there? Uh, no, Larry wasn't able to make it down. Okay. Yeah, I think he was sick. Yeah, I can't, re- ended I, up having him. I can't remember. I know you guys, that was Philip's really first waterfowl hunt. And he had, he. I yep. know he had fun doing it. So, so can't, someone like, and you, you lived up here in Iowa, so you know, you know our area really well. If someone's going to go out and they they're one of where's a good couple of conservation areas or good spots that you can recommend for them? Uh, down there in the Reynolds Bottoms, uh, anywhere down in there where there's some shallow pools uh, yep. of water, uh, Red Rock. You can get back in them 
in those coves on the flats, uh, put out a small spread. As long as you're, you know, hidden well, uh, I mean, you should do real good. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the Reynolds, the Reynolds bottoms, there's a lot of game down in that area too. Um, and isn't that where you, one of your favorite secret mushroom spots? Uh, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, well, I told you Reynolds bottoms, but it's, it's different spots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He don't, <laughs> he don't talk mushrooms with him. He's, he's like super secretive. Hey, how many, how many decoys if someone's just getting into this stuff? Cause I, you know, to me, that's the, the thing about waterfowl hunting. Um, and I know deer hunting is expensive too. Turkey hunting is not as bad, but when you get into, when you get into your waterfowl seasons or your, your, you know, getting into the preparation and buying your gear, I mean, what's the absolute minimum for decoys that you want to put out on a set? Um, probably two dozen. It would be a minimum. Okay. Um, I, you don't have to go, you know, a lot of people tell you if you're going to consistently kill snow geese, you need a thousand or 3000 decoys, which is, I mean, you can put out them big spreads, but you're going to spend more time setting and picking up than you are going to do anything. Well, now you're and, talking, uh, now you're talking about those 2d decoys, not 3d hard body, right? No, there's, there's guys that put out 3000 full bodies. Really? It'll take them, oh yeah. It'll take them four or five hours to set them out with wow. 10 guys, but but, uh, I, like I said, I hunt uh, most of the time I hunt with 48 Yeah, and, uh, you know, this 48 decoys and just, just make sure you pack them tight. I don't put them loose spread. I put them like a, you know, a new group has just hit the ground and, and, uh, you know, they're, they're looking to, to feed or, or rest. And I, I consistently shoot them and don't have any problem decoying them. Now, is but, it, uh, I don't even, I don't even use an electronic collar. I just, you know, still use the the mouth call and, and, uh, my lynch mob, man, uh, I have no problem getting a decoy. Um, is there any advantage from doing the full body to what can't, what's the two, the, the two D ones that look like they're just, they're like, you know, they're, they're real, they're super thin. They're just, well, they, they have the silhouettes or, you know, okay. they call them. So they have, then they, then they have the, you know, like the, the sock decoys, which, you know, but the thing about the sock decoys is, is you get, and a lot of times in the spring during that, during that snow goose soreness, you have them, you know, the March winds and stuff, and it's 25, you know, 30 mile an hour, and they get to flapping so fast in the wind that they make so much noise that it spooks the birds off. Yeah, I was going to say that they, they don't like noise that much, do they? <laughs> but, um, I do take my full bodies and I'll put them on a dowel rod uh-huh. where they'll move, they'll move in the wind instead of the standard bases. Because the standard basis, you won't you won't get any movement out of your full body. So I, I'll just put them on like a fiberglass rod, to where they where they move back and forth in the wind, and it gives it that little bit of movement, but not too much. And they and it does it real well. Now, do you use like a motion decoys or anything like that? No, not on snow geese. Okay, is that but, more? I mean, that, you can is, you is, you can put flyers out. They they have these spinning wings that actually. Oh, I forgot what they call them, but anyway, you can, you, they're, you put them on a, on a rod and reel and you can send them up they're like a kite. It's like flying a kite. Gotcha. And, uh, I have done well with them, but it's just, you know, how much in detail you want to get, you know, get with your spread. Uh, good morning, Brad. Good morning, Jeffrey. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, David. Good to see you all. Thanks for watching us on Facebook live this morning. So, I mean, you're talking, you when putting out a thousand of those. I mean, that's, that's a lot of money, isn't it? I mean, you got a lot of money tied up in your decoys, don't you? Oh, you're looking uh, full bodies to run you anywhere from three to five hundred dollars a dozen. Then you, 
you know, you can, your silhouettes are still running over a hundred dollars a dozen for them. Right. So, I mean, you got a lot of money wrapped up in it. You could easily I mean, tie up 10 grand in decoys if you wanted. Okay. But, now do you, do you, don't, do you set out all day or how do you do, do you just do morning sets or you, I mean, what, uh, how do you pattern them? Uh, depending on the weather on bright sunny days and when the wind's pretty calm, they, the snow geese tend to fly real early. They'll be one of the first birds to fly. Then they'll be the last to fly in the afternoon. Uh, on a bitter cold day when they have to keep their body, you know, metabolism going and they have to feed quite a bit, uh, they'll fly all day long. Okay. Just, uh, a lot of it has to do on the, with the fronts that come through. Okay. Well, and then <laughs> now, what, now what about calling when you're calling them or do, do you just set up and wait for them or, I mean, just, I just wait till I see them and then, then I'll start calling to them. Okay. And depending on uh, how they react to the call, uh, I'll either hit them harder with the call or, or I'll lay off on it. And, are, and I know you guys have your dogs and stuff with you, but are, are you out in layout or you are, what kind of blind? Uh, lay, how, how do you keep layout your, blinds? Layout blinds. Yeah. Okay. Do you have your TV and everything set up in there so you can watch TV? No, but I do have a heater. You know, one of them body heaters <laughs> that run do, off a of battery. Do you really? Yeah. In your layout blinds? Yeah. I didn't know you had that pad. much. I didn't know there was that much room in them. Oh yeah. Seriously. Yeah. They I, even have. They even have some now that they have springboards on the back for. For big guys that can't get up quick enough, they have a they have a little springboard. You hit the button and it pops you up out of the blind. Well, that's what I need right there. I need something to catapult me <laughs> off the ground right there. I I think I might. You know, now I know why Larry McCoy said he was going to use a layout blind for turkey season this year. He can so it'll pop him up. That's that's why he's. I you know that yeah. Larry that Larry is sneaky. I did no idea that they had that kind of technology. <laughs> oh yeah, Larry's in way better shape than I am, man. He's he's still a, he's still a moose, man. So, but, um, I tell you what, I've never, I can, I think I've waterfowl hunted one time. If I remember right, I, it's, it was so long ago. Um, and we, it was, we were duck hunting, but I actually took my bow out and we were trying to bow hunt them. Um, mm-hmm. it was either, it was either ducks or geese. It was one or the other. I can't remember. It's whatever you could legally bow hunt, but I, uh, you know, we're talking 15, 20 years ago, but I yeah. mean, it's just a lot. I, I just, I've never gotten into it because I never had time to do it. But I know that the people that do it, I understand the connection. I understand the passion for waterfowl hunting. It's just like turkey hunting. To me, you're interacting with that bird. You're calling to it. You're you're vocalizing with them. I, I get the draw. I mean, that's got to be exciting as heck. Yeah, the thing about it is, too, on on the waterfowl side of it, when the birds are, you know, aren't flying or, or you know, not, you don't have a group coming in, the camaraderie, you know, with everybody joking around right. and carrying on and, you don't have to be super quiet, like you know your turkey hunting or your whitetails, you know, or anything like that. Everybody just jokes around, has a good time. Yeah, I get that. The the you know just you know able to you know goof around with your buddies and stuff. That's what it's all about. I mean, getting out there and enjoying life. So, mm-hmm. hey, Kent, we got to take a real short break. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about cleaning, and then how, what okay. do you and Lynette do when you when they when you eat them? Okay. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, It's Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. We're visiting with Kent Huser. Uh, Kent's my buddy from uh, Respect the Game TV. His son, Ryan, is one of the best on the show. And, you know, Kent and I are like the... 
we're like the, uh, what are we, part-time, part-time we're, people? We're, well, we've been called the grumpy old men uh, <laughs> group, uh, a little bit of everything, actually. Yeah, we're, we're the older states show. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 were a little grumpy this deer season, weren't we? I was getting sick of it. Oh, myself. it was tough. Mm. It, was, it was probably the toughest season I've ever been through, actually. Oh, that was miserable. It was still. I enjoyed it. It was nice. I mean, Kent was nice enough to come up and film me for a week, but man, it was just pitiful. We just nothing but look. It was well. A lot of you all had the same thing. It was just. It was a weird deer year. Good morning, John. Good morning, Steve. Good. So, uh, so you, when you guys are, when you're done and you, when you're, I know I've had, I don't know, we've been doing the show 24 years, 25 years now, 24, I think 24 years. And the biggest complaint I always get about goose season is that people, they say they don't taste very well. And man, I, I, every time I get Scott Laceth on here or some of the other cooking outdoor chefs that I know. They love geese. And one of the things, if you're not, if, if you're, if you're getting a liver taste out of your waterfowl, you're overcooking it for first. That's first thing that I would tell you. The second thing is you brine. If you brine your waterfowl, whether it's ducks, I, I, all my game birds, I brine them. If when I, I want to brine them. And what that does is that breaks down that conjunctive tissue and, and it helps them hold moisture. And Kent, I mean, you cook for a living. I mean, you're down there at the, at the, uh, what is it? Ray Ray what? Ray Ray's rib shack. Ray Ray's what? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, if you brine a bird, you know, it's going to taste way better. It's going to be way moister. It's going to be tender. And geese are very very good. Uh, if you uh, if you don't want to do uh, like a, a goose breast or something like that, the thing to do is to make goose sausage out of it, right? Yeah, uh, we make a lot of sausage. We make uh, it makes really good jerky. We'll put it in the freezer to where it's just about, you know, froze solid, then, then slice it real thin yep. and uh, use whole, you know, whole muscle jerky. Uh, the best way that I've, that I kind of discovered a couple of years ago is on the snow goose or Canada, whatever, uh, we'll pluck the breast and at least pluck the breast and then cut the breast out uh-huh. and leave the skin on it and get your skillet real hot with bacon grease in it and sear both sides and then cook it for about probably 20 minutes on high and it locks all that moisture in there. And it's just like eating a ribeye steak. Yeah. So And people don't believe me till I cook it for them. And they're like, Oh my gosh. You know, cause a lot of, you know, like you said, people say, Oh, it tastes like liver. And like you said, if you, if it does, then you're, you're cooking it wrong. Because it's some of the best eating you could ever have if you know how to cook it right. Yeah, you want to cook it almost. You want to cook it medium. I, I, or you know, you don't want to overcook it. What, what, what? what one forty inside. Yeah, one. Yeah, about one forty. Like medium rare. One hundred and forty degrees. Yeah. One forty-five. You know, yeah. be, and if you do that, you're going to be good. But I, I've had goose sausage, and it was delicious, man. Yeah, I am. We, we make uh, last Italian uh, sausage out of it, and it was real good. Make yep. some pork fat in there, and it was. I mean, it was good. Yeah, folks, go go on High Mountain Seasonings. They've got great sausage kits. Um, and that Hunter's Blend, um, they've got several other blends on there you can experiment with. That's a great way to prepare you know, to make goose sausage out of. Just go to High Mountain Seasonings and get those, get those sausage kits and stuff. And Kent just said uh, make jerky out of it. High Mountain's got great jerky kits as well. And they're easy to do at home. It, it yeah, doesn't- Ryan makes pastrami out of it, and it's amazing. Oh, I bet that would be good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. It's a good. It's a good protein. You know, just you just got to make sure. It's like anything. We talk about deer hunting and or uh, bear hunting or whatever. It all starts in the field. You got to field dress and get them animals cleaned and do it properly. And if you do that, it's going to taste way better anyway, right, Kent? Yes. Yeah. Don't uh, let them. I take the. You know, you're talking about a brine. I take that uh, quick cure, and you can get it at any grocery store, and soak them overnight in that quick cure, and it tenderizes them real well. Our our buddy Wade over there in Illinois, a live action decoy Wade. Uh, he says he likes to take his in a crock pot with some Hidden Valley Ranch uh, dry packs, and then shred them and make sandwiches out of them. That does sound good, Wade. Yeah. 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 Goose. Goose. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So, Come on, man! I, I I just did. So what do you uh? You still got turkeys on the on the north side? You still got 80, 80 toms over running around? Uh, I had a good bachelor group. There was fourteen in that bachelor group the other day. Uh, last uh, I think it was mid Monday when I went through there, and there was fourteen, and there was like seventy four hens. So and there was there was a couple over on the south side, but uh, I think it's going to be good uh, as long as they stay over there. Yeah, well, I still think we need to go hunt across from from your house if uh, we get we get done, Our, and because uh, I know there's gobblers over there too. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing some turkey hunting with you this spring again. That was fun last year. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I'm ready to uh, chase the birds and pick mushrooms and yeah, that have was a good time with that. That was nice. We'd go from one spot to the other, and then we'd go mushroom hunting in between. So we got the best of both worlds right there. Did you get your Hopefully boat this year? We can get some crappie fishing in. Uh, just you know, Jenny would be all for that. She loves crappie, a uh, crappie, and um, I want to see that new uh, electronics you got set up on you. Did you get your boat back? Yeah, I did. I got it back. I uh, went and picked it up Tuesday. Uh, live scopes on it, all ready to go. I just need some weather. I right? can get out on the lake and catch some yeah big well, crappie. Right now is the time to catch them, but we got to have some de- decent weather to get out on the water. Yeah, get out there and dunner to Truman. Yep. Looking forward to that. All right, listen, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for taking a half hour and talking waterfowl with me, Kent, because you know I absolutely know nothing about it. So I appreciate oh, no you problem, doing Dan. I appreciate Anytime. you doing Are you still got, are you, you got any more guiding to do or are you almost done? No, with COVID, actually, I didn't, uh, everybody canceled this year because of COVID. So, and this year I was going to actually retire, but I just, we decided to carry over everything over because of, you know, everything going on until next year. So next year being my, my last year to do it. You can't retire guiding. How are you going to take care of Lynette? <laughs> oh, she takes care of me. Trust me. Hey, no, you got to take care of that lady, man. You know, she goes <laughs> out there and feeds the ducks and everything. And, yeah. you know, you know, you got to make sure she's, she's taken care of, man. I know we're looking forward to coming up and seeing everybody for the Iowa classic. That's yeah. always a good time. Yeah, I hear you. All right, go get your ribs done. How many ribs are you going to cook today? Uh, I think there's 18 out there. 18 slabs? Uh, yeah. See, that don't seem like a lot. Cookies, Speed tells me when he takes the rib wagon out, he's doing like four or 500 slabs of ribs, man. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't handle that much. <laughs> 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 you better get you a bigger smoker, man. Oh, man, this one holds 500 pounds at a time. I can't keep up with it. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, where's where's Ray Ray's Rib Shack? Down in Missouri messing around. They want some barbecue. Uh, just south of Lee Summit on 291 Highway. Okay. I've ate there. It's really good. But the thing is, don't tell him the coleslaw is really good because 
he cheats on the coleslaw. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, a little disappointed with you on that. I have to be honest. Uh, I just don't have time to get everything homemade. Yeah, but the brisket and ribs and the pulled pork was uh, phenomenal. We try. We're just a little family-run restaurant. Yeah. Everything's, for the most part, homemade. Yeah. Try yeah. to keep it that way. No, nah, I don't blame you. All right, buddy. Listen, you stay warm, and we'll talk to you, and thanks for coming on. For I appreciate it. No problem. Anytime, Dan. All right. See you later, buddy. See you, bud. There Bye. he goes, my buddy Kent, and he, him and his wife, Lynette, they just got married, and that whole family down there, they're they're super nice. He's a, he's a good guy. Good deer hunter, too. We had a lot of fun last year. Hey, let me do the calling. No, I'm going to do the calling. No, it's my hunt, Kent. Let me do the calling. Yeah. Kent Center go, ah, Dan. I go, Kent. He goes, all right, it's your hunt. He got, he pouted because I wanted to call my own bird in. It's like, Kent, you're not guiding. I, I got this. I can call it in. You know, it was hilarious, man. I We should have taped all that. We probably would have had a better TV show if we had done that. <laughs> we bicker. We, we're like bickering. The Bickerson. The Bickerson. There's an old TV show. All right. It's seven morning, CJ. Good morning, David. Good morning, Dan. Appreciate y'all. We're going to take a real quick break. We come back. Uh, we're going to talk. I'm going to do that ice fishing report for you. Uh, before I do that, you know, Valentine's Day is next week. I know I need to go over there and see them for my beautiful wife. And I would suggest you head over that way if you want to get something nice. For your significant other, uh, Herman's Fine Jewelers, Donnie and Frank, they've been helping people for almost 40 years now. 2900 University in West Des Moines. Uh, their phone number is 222-2600. 222-2600. they got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. They can do uh, on-site jewelry repair. They can customize some stuff. That's where I got my elk uh, my elk ivory done. And he's actually doing some other, something else for me, too, which is going to be really cool. I can't wait to get that. But listen, if you need something for Valentine's Day, go to Herman's. You're going to save money. You're going to get something really sweet. And whoever you get it for is going to be very, very happy with you. Herman's Fine Jewelers. They make happiness wherever they can. Go check them out and tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Back to Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hopefully everyone's having a great Saturday morning and staying warm. All right, hey, uh, before we, uh, Andrew, I need that hammer, man. Hit me. Hit me, Andrew. Hit me. You know, it's, it's not it's not every day that I feel like that I've been hammered, right? So, But here's the thing. It's cold out, and I know that everybody's getting a long list of honeydews, so we're going to bring back our honeydew package, uh, courtesy of Bob's Tools over there on Army Post Road. Thanks to Dave and all the gang over there. So when you hear working for the weekend, when you hear that song, all right, thank you, Andrew, uh, that'll be your cue to call. We're going to register everybody, and uh, we haven't done that. We didn't do it last year because of COVID. But someone uh, will probably give that away towards uh, when was February, March, April, around in a middle or end of May. We'll uh, give that away, but that'll be just in time to get your honeydews all messed up, all ready to go. And uh, I always say messed up because I mess up everything I try to do at home. I mess up. I have to call my buddy to come and fix it. So, but uh, we'll give that away uh, in May, and uh, we'll do two two callers per show. And uh, that doesn't count against trivia. That's just qualifying for the uh, for the drill set. So, 
but who, uh, whoever wins that is going to get a nice drill set from uh, Bob's Tools over there. So working for the weekend when you hear that song. We'll do that next hour. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. Roger, good morning, buddy. Dewey, good morning. Randy, good morning. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, let's do some fishing real quick. Uh, Bacon Creek Lake. Conditions are variable. Ice, uh, you want to check, uh, check, check the ice sickness often. Report of open water in thin areas in the southern part of the lake. Rainbow trout are good. Uh, they've got that going. Blackhawk. Ice sickness is 10 to 11 inches right now. Yellow perch are fair. Crappie are fair. The walleye are slow, but the gills are fair as well. Uh, Brushy Creek, Pressure Ridge was with dangerously thin ice is covered with the snow. It starts out near the fishing jetty, just south of the east boat ramp and extends across the middle of the lake. A one to two acre area of thin ice near the swimming beach is also hidden under the snow. Best ice conditions are around seven to nine inches at the north end near the big island and the southeast boat ramp. Yellow perch are fair, crappie are fair, the walleye are fair. Jigging spoons with small minnows or a minnow head is producing the most fish. Moreland Pond, the rainbow trout bite is fair. DNR stocked 1,500 trout last week. Storm Lake, uh, let's see, Casino Point to northeast areas along the Big Island that recently froze over with thin ice or covered with snow, so be careful there. Yellow perch is fair using waxies and minnows. Walleye are fair, crappie are fair in 8 to 10 feet of water. Jigging spoons. Uh, West Okoboji Lake, ice varies a little bit, but they're starting out at 16 inches. Yellow perch is fair. Gills are good. Iowa Great Lakes are fully iced up and ranging in ice thickness to 13 to 18 inches. So just make sure you're using caution when you're out there if you're driving on the lake. Uh, uh, they are allowing some use of full-size vehicles, but use caution. when I'm not taking my truck out on the ice. There's just no way. I'm not doing it. Uh, let's see. Ada Hayden, Heritage Park Lake, Rainbow Trout is fair. Jigging spoons, panfish jigs working really well. Big Creek, the ice thickness is near nine inches. Crappie are fair. Wipers are fair. Uh, so are the striped, uh, the, I'm sorry, that's wipers, striped bass, whatever you want to say there. And walleyes are fair. District Park, just Boone District Farm Ponds, the gills are good right there. Don Williams Lake, the block. Black crappie, your bite is slow. Gills are fair. Lake Patoka, rainbow trout is fair. Three Mile Lake, bluegill are slow, catching bluegills at eight and a half inches with uh, jigs tipped with waxies. The walleye bite is slow there. Try jigging spoons. Fish near the flooded timber or rock piles on the upper end of the lake to catch walleye of all sizes. Black crappie bite is fair. Crappie, they're catching about 10 inches with uh, crappie with jigs tipped with waxies. 12 Mile. Ice thickness is about seven inches at the east boat ramp, south boat ramp. Gills are slow. They're catching eight and a half to nine inch uh, gills with jigs tipped with a waxy worm uh, near the brush piles. Black crappie bite is slow. Same thing, waxies with jigs. Um, and there you go. There's your fishing report. So how about that? That's not too bad. Did we have one more break or are we all caught up? So we, uh, we're good until seven? Yeah, okay. All right. So that's good. Hey, Jim, Brenton, good to see you this morning. Thank you. So I got my new bow. I, I auctioned off my, my Encore last week. I want to thank the gentleman who got that again. And uh, super nice guy. Super nice guy. And uh, I dropped that check off to the Animal Rescue League. Now, they did get some more animals in because of the blizzard conditions we've had. 
uh, they found some more animals that weren't being treated fairly are, are good. So if you uh, got it in your heart, if you want to go buy a couple bags of dog food or if you want to donate some money, just remember, to, if you can, stop by the Animal Rescue League and help them out. Um, I know they got horses over there, so if you got horse chow laying around, <laughs> horse chow. Um, I don't know if they have horse chow. I They got horse feed. I know that. Buy some oats or whatever, alfalfa, whatever the horses need. But, um, you know, anything that you can do to help right now would be awesome. And I know the folks at the ARL would appreciate that. So they were very grateful for uh, for the money we raised on the show. So thank you to all the listeners out there. That everybody that went to Dunn's Brothers Coffee out in Waukee during the holidays, thank you for doing that. Oh, Brian, thank you. Yeah, I, well, I knew that. Did, didn't I say that? I didn't say his name. I didn't. Brian, sorry about it. Brian, thank you for buying the bowl, buddy. I, we appreciate you. So he, I hope he just treats it, that that cure, man, or that encore. That thing was that, that handle, that you know, all the bells and whistles. I'm man. telling you, man, that's that's a shooter. He. So I, I actually ordered another one just to try a different one. Uh, good morning, Paula. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ben. I ordered the remedy, and uh, I was I'm pretty. I, I tell you, elite man, the encore, the cure, the the remedy, all three of those bows are sweet. Uh, I went ahead and got one, and uh, I got it in real uh, real tree escape camo, and um, I got it all set up. Mark over at Archery Field and Sports tied the uh, QAD for. I hate serving that thing in. Mark's genius at that. And I got home and shot about 10 arrows, and it was just driving tax, man. So I was very, very happy. Nate, are you fishing? You be careful out there, buddy. I hope you catch some fishies. That's awesome. Good morning. Uh, but uh, it, if you're looking for a, a turkey bow, I'm telling you right now, there's four bows I would tell you for turkey season that if you like elite. Uh, the Encore would be awesome. The Remedy would be really awesome. Uh it, and you want a high, a good bow that's a budget bow. And I'm telling you right now, Larry Mack shot uh, this bow on TV last year. That's how well this bow shoots. That's the Ember. That Elite Ember, it's 500 bucks, And that thing has got machined, uh, machined limb pockets and everything in there. It's got, the, it's got on, on my $1,000 uh, Remedy or uh, Encore, same limbs. It's a great bow. It's like $499, I think. Um that bow is a great turkey bow, and uh, you can you can customize that deal. And uh, the other one would be the Cure. There's four good turkey bows for you, lifetime warranty, and uh, the Cure and the Remedy and the Encore all have that set technology, simplified and enhanced tuning, and you it's like you never could before with a bow. Go check it out at, at your nearest Elite dealer. They, I love them. All right, we are seven, at 7.57 this morning, so I'm going to get ready to get out of here so we can take this last break. Good morning, Paula. I appreciate that. I always appreciate you saying that. Um, and then when we come back, we'll have open line time. We'll, we're going to do the, we got mail segment. We got deer classic tickets to talk about. I need to talk about the second amendment day at the Capitol and, uh, we'll take your calls. If you want to call in, we always like to hear from you. Hi, Matt Ward. Hi, Noah. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. 
All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors. The Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. A little staying alive. That's what the fish are saying as they're getting jigging alive, jigging alive. Ah, 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 jigging alive. It is definitely close to turkey season because you get all the, you get your musical genius once turkey season. For turkey season, man. Good morning, Susie. Morning, Matt. Good morning, Richard. I, I, you know, listen, I love, I love all my hunts and I love to fish. I, I do. I, I can't wait to get up to Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to go crappie fishing with Kent down in Truman, down at Truman Lake. I'm going to go do that. And cause it's fun to go with, I sold my boat. I, cause I couldn't get anybody to go. Cause here's the thing during the week, everybody's working. They got real jobs. I, I, I don't have a real job. So I, you know, during the week, it's hard to get my buddies to go fishing with me. So that's why I sold my boat. Cause it was just, it's not as much fun going by yourself. I mean, I liked it. It was all right, but it, but when you go with your buddies, you know, it's a lot more fun. So I'll go down to Missouri and do a little fishing with Kent. And, and then I can't wait to go up to Minnesota. I didn't get to go to Minnesota one time last year, which broke my heart. So I'm going to go up there and, uh, and see Gary, my bear, my bear buddy, Gary Peck and, and uh, go to Red Lake or Lake Winnie, Little Winnie or Big Winnie. And, uh, you know, if I get lucky, maybe go out on Leecher Cast and uh, catch some walleyes and some crappies up there. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? I love it up there, especially when it's nice. So, morning, Aaron. Morning, Richard. Somebody call? They hang up on you? Yeah. Did it they? Was, it was more of a pocket dial. It was probably Larry going, who is this? Who is, who's calling me? Oh, man, I pocket dialed the wrong people. Quick. Yeah, that's all right. Well, seeing I can't call him because I got the phone on Facebook. So yeah. Hey Dan, does anyone sell tripod stands at the Deer Classic? Yes, they do, Justin. There's several people that. So I, here's the thing. There's some. There's going to be some exciting stuff. I I was on a conference call with um with uh Sportsman's Warehouse, Larry McCoy and I, and Morna Don. Uh, we were we were we're going to have uh Don actually Big Red set this up before he resigned and went out to Arizona. But we're going to have, there's going to be four booths at the Iowa deer classic, just for Swarson's warehouse this year. That's the first time they've ever done that. Larry and I will be there to talk to everybody about deer hunting and representing respect the game TV, uh, because sportsman's is one of our partners. Uh, they're going to have product there to sell. That's the first time they've ever had that happen. So, uh, they're going to have, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff and Larry and I'll be there to help everybody with that. We're prize pack to give away. Um, uh, I talked to Dave at uh, game hide yesterday, Dave Larson. We're going to have a big Olympic package for you to win. Uh, I think we're going to give away a bow. Uh, it's like over a thousand dollar package. So at the uh, sportsman's come over and say hi. And then if you, uh, we will, we'll have bows there to show, you know, and then, Hey, if you want to buy one, you know, you can do that. You can go over to Archery Field and Sports. Sportsman's Warehouse is going to have them. So you got two great stores there that you can get gear from. Uh, it just it's, it's going to be so get out there and come by and say hi, and we'll talk a little turkey hunt. We'll have turkey calls there to to help you with. And you know, if you need help uh, learning how to do a clock and a purr or how to do an exciting thing like that, uh, Larry and I will be there to to help you with that. And it's, I'll do the show live there on Saturday. So we'll be there live uh, that Saturday morning, like always. And I think there's some other stuff going on too, but Grizzly Coolers is going to be there. I believe Grizzly's going. I think they're still coming. They, they got, they did some stuff to their, to their blinds that are amazing. And you're going to be really, really impressed when you see them. I mean, it's, it's, 
I don't know how else to say it. That that is the best deer blind ever made. A permanent deer blind. It's not permanent because you can move it, but it's a hard sided blind. This that deer blind. If you have not seen a grizzly cooler deer blind, folks, you can get in that thing and stay warm. You can hunt in a t-shirt if you want to. It's that well made. Um, and the the configurations and stuff. You can slide them open. They're whisper quiet. But that thing is so ins- so well insulated that if you can stand outside of the deer blind, you can talk and like I'm talking now in a really good, normal, high, vo- you know, loud voice. You can't hear it. The deer will not hear you. You can be talking to your son, your wife, your hunting buddy, and the deer up 15 yards talking. It's amazing. And, uh, they've got some, they've got some really cool specialty stuff that they did on their blinds. And now I'll be honest with you. They're not, they're not cheap. They're, they're, they're not the, you get what you pay for, but if you got your own farm, if you got your own hunting ground and you want to put a blind, that's going to keep you warm and safe and comfortable all deer see worse conditions and stay comfortable. You need to look at that grizzly deer blind. That thing's uh, that thing's amazing. Uh, it really, really is. I, I never seen anything like that. So cool stuff. And they're made right here in Iowa. You know, support Iowa, right? Morning, John. Yeah, they did, Don. You laid you you laid the good foundation there, man. They're gonna they're gonna do it, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nice. You, I think you'll be able to get your life deer licenses or turkey licenses there, and um, it's gonna be a pretty neat experience there at the booth. It's the first time you guys have done that. It's gonna be pretty cool. They'll have some nice giveaways and. So I know Mark over at Archery Field and Sports has got a lot of stuff that he's doing too. Um, you know, he always does really well there at the Classic. So, uh, you know, Mark's one of the best boat technicians in the state. I, I I will give Mark Mark that. I always tease him a lot, but he's really good on on that bow setup. So, oh, John, good morning, good to see you. So, anyway, uh, let's talk a little Second Amendment stuff. Uh, they're going to have a big second amendment day at the Capitol. That is going to be February 25th. So what is that? 24 days today, the sixth, 24 days from now. Yep. Is that right? That's not right. Is it? So is that 20, if, if it's, if it's February 25th and it's March 6th, it's 19 days from now, right? Not 25. Andrew is a math teacher. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, talking to the mic. How about I, I, do I teach, I teach. is your microphone on? Yeah. Is you sure? Okay, all right. That's right there. I don't have my headphones on, so I. Uh, you teach your, what? What it, are you teaching? Well, right now I'm not. Uh, right now I'm just helping out with with some math and helping out with oh. reading. Well, and, he's a math teacher. See, I'm not a math teacher. Well, there you go. So anyway, 19 days from now, the Second Amendment Day at the Capitol, Andrew. 19 days. He was that's, 19. Gotcha. That's twice he's been wrong this morning. Twice? Yeah, you got Batman wrong. Okay. Yeah, all right. you got Batman uh, wrong. He goes, Well, Christian Bale, uh, I don't know why they keep making all these Batman movies with different people. I said, What are you talking about? And he goes, Well, they only made a couple, two movies with Christian Bale. I said, No, they made three. No, they only made two movies, Dan. Yeah, they made three. He goes, No, they made two. I said, Look, goggle it. Goggle it and see what it says. <laughs> so he goggles it and. It was what, Andrew? It was. Did you, by the way, did you really say goggle? Yeah, I don't. It's goggle. <laughs> I could say gaggle because we talked waterfowl. Just gaggle. See what, ah, see what I did there? Yeah, I could good. say gaggle, but yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to say win. goggle. You win. Yeah, the goggle it. So anyway, and then he was wrong. But it, Second Amendment Day at the Capitol. I digressed. I'm sorry, folks. 
Uh, April, it's April, Mar- February 25th from noon until 4.30. It's the second It's the Second Amendment Freedom Rally. It's the largest Second Amendment rally in the state. Uh, they've been doing this for a few years now. Go out and show your support. Talk to your legislators, your state reps. They're going to have a room at the Capitol from 12 to 1.30 and then 1.30 to 4.30. You can hear from leadership, guest speakers, NRA reps. Uh, they're going to be on hand. Last year, they had about 350 people. And they want to get more this year, so go out there on February 25th at the Capitol and support your Second Amendment rights. Good morning, Richard Young. Good to see you. Hi, John. Gaggle it. <laughs> yeah, don't gaggle it. Google. I I, I just don't. I say gaggle. No, what did I say? What the was the other way? Goggle. Goggle. Yeah, goggle. goggle. Goggle it. That's my new. I'm never going to say the right name. It's goggle. All you, all you tech companies out there, you, you, you censor people. Good morning, John, Jody. How you doing? Jody McLaughlin. Oh, there's my guy that did my, my basement for me. My, my little, my little Your oasis, out, my away, my outdoors Dan cave. Yeah. My secret lair. Absolutely. Your concrete cave. Morning, Andy Harris down there in the shaft. How you doing, Andrew? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, let's see. So we talked about, uh, we talked about that deer classic that, uh, we got that big deal going on with sportsman's warehouse. Hey, I talked to sportsman's yesterday about Lee Andrew. I am so glad you got on there. I talked to the new general manager. His name is Jake, not Jake from state farm, but Jake, Jake from sportsman's. Yeah. Jake from sportsman's. And he's going to try and get lethal scent products in the sportsman's warehouse in Ankeny for us. Uh, and, uh, the, the tick spray, the cooler reviver, the dirt spray. So I'm hoping he gets that done because I know they're going to sell the, the, the heck out of it. That's all great stuff. And make sure you get your bug and tick spray because you don't go into the woods without that. If you don't have a limited clothing on, um, you need to get that stuff for sure. I go ahead and use lethal tick spray, even though I wear a limited, but I put it on my hat. Cause I wear non, non Olympic hats. I just do. I got a couple favorite hats. I wear, I spray that on. I spray it on my camera bag, my backpack. Uh, then the reason I do that, uh, I spray it on my boots. The reason I do that is you don't want to bring ticks in back into your truck because that's how the kids and every, and the wife gets ticks on them. If you don't do the, if you don't spray down and you bring them back, you're transporting them things and they can live forever in your truck. It's amazing. Yeah. Don't do that, man. Right. The last time my daughter had a tick is she got into the truck and I forgot to spray down and she got a tick on her and boy, she about lost it, man. She hates ticks. Oh, I I don't know a single person who loves them. Well, you can't fool around with ticks. I mean, you can't, I mean, you got Lyme disease, you got other bacterial and stuff you got to worry about, you you know, your health. We already got to deal with the stupid COVID stuff, right? Let's not deal with Lyme and all that other crud that uh the ticks and stuff and you know you gotta you gotta make sure you stay protected when you go outdoors so spray down if you go out camping spray down you know just uh that stuff's good stuff too and what's nice about that and uh that stuff when it dries it doesn't smell there's no odor to it and we we need that for deer hunting so good stuff i will andrew i will uh, he's put andrew he's gonna put it on his man form so i'm gonna go right to the buyer buddy so just get a hold of the buyer out there, Andy. That's what you need to do. Good morning, Justin. By the way, Andrew, nice name. Andrew? Yeah. What's wrong? I hate that. That's a great name. What? You, you, you've got to love that name. I know you do. In fact, I know you're thinking right now, man, if I had another kid, I'd name him Andrew. 
if I had another kid, I would name him Andrew. Yeah. What would I name him? If I had another kid, what, if it was a boy, what would I name him? I already got Daniel. And then Riley's my daughter. If I had another kid, would it be Luke? Yeah, Luke? Nah, I can't do that. Gestapo. No. I don't know what I'd name him. You know? You know? That's, that's a, quite the conundrum. Probably Nathan. Nathan, that's a strong name. I like Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, little, you know, I'm telling you, we need to get our history back. I, I was talking to, I was talking to Riley the other day and it's amazing what the kids don't know. And I, Hey, listen, I'll be the first one to admit it. My, my old high school teacher watches and listens to the show. Cause he can, he can do the Andrew is a great name. That's my son's name. There you go, Dave. That's exactly. why. Morning, Justin. Good to see you. Uh, if I had another kid, heart attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have a kid, so that's all right, you know. That's uh, I'm already going to be on a walker now before my kids get married. But uh, Nate says, yeah. But it's amazing what our kids don't are not being taught in school. And it's just like, honey, did you not know who this person was or that person? Or so you know, when I ever talk to my when I talk to my kids, you know, Danny's too old. He's worthless now. He's 21. <laughs> you know, almost 21. Talk. He won't even call me. What do you think about your kid that don't call you? He. It's like, what are you doing, son? Well, I'm busy, Dad. I go, you haven't called your dad all week. I'm busy. How busy are you not to call your dad? Yeah, that, huh? that, that real-life independence, that first glimpse of it, and man, that... Even that, when that I was in the you. service, I called home and, you know, checked in with, the, you know, made sure everybody was okay. You know? I tell you, these kids these days, man. But, I mean, she didn't know half the stuff I knew about the Revolutionary War or the Civil War. Um, you know, I, we gotta make sure you talk to your kids. Cause I'm telling you what, either the teach and listen, I'm not picking on our teachers. I'm sorry. I'm sure you have a curriculum that you have to do. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but the powers that be are doing everything they can to dumb down our kids. So they don't know any better about our liberties and our, I believe that our civil rights, our liberties, our second amendment protections, Anything that's in the Constitution that they can dumb down and not where our kids don't know any better, we got to teach our kids about the Constitution. That's our job. So all you, you grandparents out there, you, if you're, you know, I'm fi- I'll be 57 next week, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm getting older. But, man, that bothers me. I, I really does. I, you know, I was taught a lot of stuff in the class that I didn't listen but now I listen. I'm sorry to all my teachers out there. I was such a bad student. I apologize. I was always in trouble. I, I can believe that. I, I had this one teacher. I can say it now because I don't even know if he's around anymore. But this guy this guy was such a mean teacher. And I hate I hate mean people, right? But I hit his coffee mug. I he, <laughs> he had he had this really favorite coffee mug. I can't believe I'm talking about this on live radio. He had his favorite coffee mug. So you know what I did? I went in there during break. Everybody was gone. I took the PA speaker cup above his desk and I put his coffee mug inside the PA speaker and I put the PA because that's where they, you know, the office, you know how they'd always call during when you're, that's how they got a hold of the kids and they didn't have phones. They just called it through the PA system. So I put his coffee mug in there. It drove him nuts. He could not find his coffee mug. He went and he went crazy. And then after class was over, I was back after school, and I pulled it out and I put it back on his desk. I got him. Oh. Yeah, I got him back. 
Yeah, I was a little stinker in school. I admit it. It's all right. Eight sixteen and some change. Well, let me take a real quick break, and uh, don't forget we got we got mail. Still got Deer Classic tickets to do. Plus, we got open lines two four four thirteen fifty. 244-1350. We'll be right back here on ESPN Radio. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to 1350 ESPN. There you go. We'll take the first two qualifiers for the Bob Tools working for the weekend package right there. Just give us a holler, 244-1350, 244-1350. Just make sure you're 18 years of age or older because we're giving away a power tool. All right, you do that, we'll get you all set up, and and uh, there you go. We already got the phones line going, so congratulations to the two people. I appreciate that. Appreciate you. All right, so let's see. Uh, we already told you about the new podcast. It's all outdoors with Outdoors Dan and Larry Mack. You can find that on Skechers, Spotify. If you go to Inc., if you go to here, here's the easiest thing I can tell. Go to my Facebook page, Dan Young. Look up Dan Young on Facebook. Okay, look from look from my beautiful camouflage face. And uh, I really don't think I'm beautiful, folks. I'm just that's just, I'm just teasing. I hope you know that. Brett, how you doing, buddy? Brett, I love your last name, Brett Beard. What a great name, man! It kind of grows on you, doesn't it? But a bum. See what I did there? Uh, go to go to my page on Facebook, and uh, you can find the link there for the podcast, or you can go to outdoorsdan.com. And on my homepage, you'll see the logo for the podcast, and I've got a earth, and it'll take you right to Anchor, and you can watch it on any platform you want. So there you go. Yeah, thanks, Brett. I appreciate that. Um, it, I hope you enjoy them. We, we're really having a lot of fun. And we're going to have some $25 gift cards and stuff to give away from Sportsman's Warehouse as soon as I get them. They should be sending them pretty soon. So we'll tell you, if you email me a question for the podcast and we use it, you're going to get a gift card to Sportsman's Warehouse. You can use it online or go to a store near you. So it doesn't matter where you live at. Well, that's always good. Always trying to take care of the folks. That's what we try to do. So we got that going on. Don't forget now, we're still giving stuff away Game TV. If you go to the page, look up Respect the Game TV, go to videos, and look from the video that I did, and it'll tell you how to enter. If you do that, we'll put you in there. But we got a $5,500 mule deer and antelope con- uh, combo hunt we're giving away next year for Montana out at Trophies Plus Outfitters. Whoever wins that is going to get a brand-new $1,000 bow, too. So that's a hunt of a lifetime. We're, we'll give that away sometime this year. And we have a Camp Right camping package to give away still. Uh, we got a Game Hide package to give away and a $250 gift card just for entering. Okay, it doesn't cost you anything. So check that out on Respect the Games TV's YouTube page. Um, and hey, if you want to see a good decap turkey hunt, uh, Ryan and Paul just put one of my Iowa turkey hunts night on our YouTube page. Go check that out. It's called Dancing Dan's Decap. And uh, you'll like that. It was a great hunt. So go check that out. And that's all on Respect the Game TV's YouTube page. So there you go. All right. Did you get yep. You did? Well, yeah, sure did. And uh, I'm very okay. grateful for it, too. I Were mean, they? Yeah. Well, who wouldn't want to win a brand-new Milwaukee? That's what, I, that's what I was saying. Drill, you know, drill set. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We got Brett Beard listening to us on Facebook Live right now. I said, oh. what a great name. Brett yeah. Beard, you know, with a name like that, it'd grow on you. <laughs> Andrew always likes my stupid jokes, so. That, yeah. 
Yeah, a little late. Little little late, but that's all right. Brett liked it, so that's all that matters. Oh, let's see. That's amazing. Let me You're all cut up. I think so. I told no him about way. we did the we did the uh Bob's Tools deal, right? Yeah. I just talked about the Respect the Game TV YouTube page contest. Yeah. I got that done. Uh we already had we already talked the ice fishing report. Sure did. So I think we're caught up. Is it a, is it really twenty five after eight already? You know what? I I I want to say no. I truly want to say no. Where did it, it? We just got on the air. I know. Wow, this show goes, this show goes quick, jump. man. I'm telling you. Who are you picking for the football game tomorrow? I don't know. I'm so torn. You know, normally here's where I go. Normally, if you beat my team to go to the to the big game, then I want that team to win. Yeah. Good morning, Kenny. But. I don't know. I'm I'm still a little bitter. I you know my wounds haven't healed from He's still from that a little game. Bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I haven't quite healed. I mean, yeah. Plus, I, I don't Andrew, know. just say Chiefs. That's all you gotta say. The Chiefs are gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the high V sponsored team. Yeah, there you go. Oh, let's see. All right. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's do. We already took one break, right? See. Did we? Or actually, no. We haven't taken a break yet. <laughs> All right, I'm behind again. I got to let me take this break. We'll come back with Smoking Joe Smeltzer, and then we'll do. We got mail, and then we got trivia to get in. So don't go anywhere, okay? How did I talk for 20 minutes? What are you talking about? Well, we. <laughs> it's it's easy enough. For I us don't to even get know lost. what I was talking about for 25 minutes. It's, I thought it was still like 8:15 or something, right? Oh, I was talking about Andy and all his kids. That's what it was. Well, you know what, and that's yeah. I mean, yeah. Martin Larry, Iowa Jeep Club, woohoo! Yeah, we'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN, so we can get caught up. We'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Outdoors Dance on thirteen fifty ESPN. Welcome back to thirteen fifty ESPN. Waking up the outdoors at Outdoors Dan on thirteen fifty. Hope you, everyone's having a great Saturday morning, and thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. We really, really appreciate you out there. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? Let's go. What, you want to do the mail segment? Well, wait a minute. We uh, do, Call Smelter. Get Smelter on the line. Wait, wait. Hey, Andrew, hit the mail thing for me. You staying home, Jim? Morning, Mason. I need all of you. To stop what you're doing and listen. You got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wilt. All right. We got mail this morning. This mail segment is brought to you by Darren Eilander and Gary Wagner of American Family Insurance. Darren's up in Ankeny and Gary's out in uh, West Des Moines. If you want to save some money, go get a quote at either one of those two guys. They both love to hunt and fish. And they'll take great care of you. This question is from Mike Wilson of Des Moines. Mike wants to know how to set up a turkey bow. Uh, for or How would you set up a turkey or bow for turkey hunting uh, using decaps or viper tricks? Uh, well, that's a great question, Mike. Uh, actually, I kind of talked about this a little while ago, but I'll answer your question for you. Here's the thing what I do. I always take a little poundage off. <laughs> and Jim says he'd like to win something, but he's tired of buying everything. I hear you, Jimmy. Uh, I always take a little bit of poundage off from deer season when I set up my turkey bows 
Because a lot of times when turkeys come in, you got to hold sometimes a little longer than one because you're waiting for that turkey to turn. Now, if you're shooting a decap, if you don't know what that is for everybody I'm, I'm showing on Facebook Live right now, a decap is a broadhead about that big. It's about the size, almost the size of a tennis ball, okay? And that thing's deadly. And what that is for, you shoot you shoot a head, you, it's for headshots. You want to shoot them right in the head. You want to aim right underneath where their, their jawline is at the neck. And if you hit them, their head's gone. It, they're gone. I mean, if you go go watch my hunt on YouTube on Respect the Game TV, go to go to YouTube and look up Respect the Game TV and look up Dance and Dan's decap. You'll see my Iowa hunt from last year, and you'll see what I'm talking about. That is the most humane kill that you could ever do on a turkey. I mean, it's over. If you miss, the turkey's okay. You didn't hurt the turkey at all. The thing about the turkey with turkey hunting, you got to know where the anatomy of that turkey is for a body shot. That more people lose turkeys trying to bow hunt them because they didn't shoot them in the right spot. A turkey's vitals is about the size of a softball. That's it. It's not a very big area. And you got to know where that is. If you do, then a fixed broadhead or a mechanical broadhead will work great on a body shot. You know, shoot them above the beard about an inch and a half. If they're broadside, you go up the leg about an inch toward their head in the upper third of the bird. That's where that vital pocket sits. If they're walking straight away from you in full strut, you shoot them in the, the God gave you a bullseye, the behind. Just shoot them right there, and they're not going to go. I mean, those are the three best shots you can take in a body shot, okay? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Neil. Yeah, yeah turkey didn't. Uh, Tom, I, I always set my decoys up about 10 to 12 yards. Okay. And, uh, that, that decap is actually, if you got your bow tuned, length arrow shaft, use a, I, I like to put a four fletch on there, or you can do a three fletch. That's what I did last year. But if you use a full length shaft, your bow out to 15 to 18 yards. For, uh, but I always set my decoys at 10. I know I'm dead on at that range. And man, the, the, the body shots with a fixed head, um, is a great shot. I've taken a lot of birds doing that, but that decap is amazing. Cause if you hit them there, you, they drop right there. They don't go anywhere. And I mean, you're done. It's so the, that's what I would recommend. Just make sure your bow is tuned. Use a full length arrow shaft, Mike. Um, and then, like I said, on the body shots, good to use a fixed head. I always do like a slick trick standard hundred grain or a hundred grain Viper trick. Those are my two uh, heads of choice. Now there is a new one out called the assailant. It's a, it's a fixed and a mechanical hybrid that would be awesome for turkeys. And those, those should be hitting the shelves any day now, but that's what I would recommend right there. So Mike, you've got a brand new workshop sharpening system for sending me that question. And if you want to win a workshop sharpening system or something like that, something nice, I'm going to give out what I can as long as I got everything, guys. But I'll make sure whoever wins gets something nice. Just go to OutdoorsDan.com. Look on my homepage. There's a mail, a cartoon mailbox. Click on that. You bring my email. Just send me a question to ask here on the show. I just need your name, address, and phone number. And if I do that like I did, Mike, you're going to win. It's easy peasy. What damage does it won't damage any of the meat either? That's right, man. All that breast meat and stuff is going to be just fine. So... Those, that head shooting's awesome. Um, it's like I said, that's the that's the the most humane kill on you know, and that's our job as hunters. We want to harvest when we go out there and we want to shoot our game, our deer, or our turkey. We want to put them down as fast and as humanely as possible. We don't want them to suffer. 
that's our job as hunters. And that that decap, man, it's over. I mean, it's it's done. Uh, hey, speaking of over, I think we got smoking Joe Smelter. Over? It's not over till we say it's over, right, Smelter? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, you saw my hunt. Was that not awesome? You know, I've never. I've watched a ton of turkey videos and hunting videos. I've never seen a video like that, and I didn't know what to expect. Cause I saw I, your um, the video name of what you named it, and then I'm like, "Oh, this has to be cool." And then I watched. Yeah. I'm like, "That was amazing." Yeah. Well, I didn't name it. The uh, Ryan and Paul from the TV show put that together. But um, I'm I'm telling you what, Joe. That that's the most. That's one of the most exciting things. It's like somebody shotgun hunting. You know, when they always oh, say, yeah. you know, they they want. You know, that, you know, you want to roll that bird and they just don't go anywhere, you know, and man, that, that, that decap is, that's a, that's something else, man. That's just, that's, that's on fire, man. So so the distance wise, you're talking about the distance. So it's only good just because of how much, how many grains does that head weigh? Uh, It's heavy. It's like 200 grains, but uh, you know, if you got your boat, you want to use a full length shaft. Now I normally shoot 60 pounds because a few years ago. I went from 68 pounds. I dropped to 60. Folks, you don't need to shoot a ton of weight anymore. So it doesn't matter what bow brand you buy. Yeah. They're all so well engineered now. You don't have to shoot all that poundage to get penetration Mm -hmm. and to to get a fast bow. You just don't have to anymore. Drop that poundage down. It's going to make you way more accurate. You're going to be able to draw a lot smoother. You're not going to be longer. Yeah. You're not. And you're going to be able to hold. It's going to make you a better hunter. Yep. So, I, you know, I, I think I'm up to 85 birds with my bow. <laughs> I, I, it's just the thing about it is I always put those decoys out at 10 to 12 yards because I know I can hit what I want, yeah. you know? Um, and now that doesn't mean that I still don't miss once in a while. I did. And last year, I don't know what I did, but I actually, uh, with that decap, I hit the bird in the wing and it knocked the stuffings out of it. It went, and I don't want to tell you the whole thing, but that bird, he didn't know what happened. And that yeah. bird actually came back to the decoys, and I'll let the show when it sure. comes out, so you'll know what happened. But the the thing about bow hunting is, if you miss, uh, those turkeys don't know what happened. It's quiet. It's yep. and the you know gun. If you miss, them birds are gone. And that's so, what happened with my deer this year. When yeah. I shot the deer, I missed the first shot, and um, he just kept coming down the same exact path that I shot him on originally. And he was like right around 28 to 30, first shot that I missed. Yeah. And then he came down. I mean, and he jumped a little bit when I shot the first time, but he just kept going the same path that he was playing on and going. And then I knocked and shot him at 15 yards. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, that's, yeah. And listen, running, uh, everybody out there shotgun hunting, God bless you. I, I, I think that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm never going to say one, one method or one, you know, you, you use what makes you happy and you're excited oh, yeah. about. I, I, yep. I don't shotgun hunt. Cause I, I stink. I've missed, <laughs> I've missed four turkeys with a shotgun. That's why I just started bow hunting them. And ever since then I've been pretty lucky, but, yep. uh, I'll never, yeah, I, I've missed more turkeys on, on TV with a shotgun than I ever have with a bow. Uh, Jim, what's <laughs> it cost? To miss? Jim, it doesn't cost you anything to miss. Uh, you know, I, I have not on there. And my arrows with that decap, if you miss, you're going to find your, your arrow. It, you're not going to, you're not going to lose your arrow. So yeah, it probably doesn't travel too far if you do miss. Or even yeah. After it'll, the it'll go like 20 yards over the burden and yeah. the, the broadhead is so big. It, it doesn't bury under the ground. So you're fine. Yeah, and, what's the diameter of that broadhead that you had? Uh, it's about the size of a tennis ball. 
it's probably two to three inches. Yeah, that's a that's a big broadhead, big yeah. blade sticking out. Well, that's why. Yeah, and you it's want... already open too. That I saw in your video. It's a fixed head. It's already open. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like a. It looks like a like a Mercedes Benz logo. I mean, it's just. Yep. It's also it, it's just three blades. In. It's three blades, and that thing that thing's amazing, man. It's just uh, if if you get a chance to try them, folks, just get out there and say, what you want to do is get a pillow. Now talk to your the talk before you do this. <laughs> Get one of her favorite pillows, but what I do is I draw a turkey head on that pillow, and then I'll put it out there at twelve yards, and that's how I'll sight my bow in with that decap. And then, you know that pillow, it the pillow will not let that broadhead pillow and bounce. But don't shoot you, don't shoot that. Targets. It's going to tear the heck out of your targets. Don't do that. Now, do you just have a twenty-yard pin on that because more pins? So yeah, you I just, have one I just pin you, at that point. Yeah, I just my my twenty-yard pin's good from ten to twenty yards. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just go ahead and I put that pen right underneath his chin and shoot. But yeah. I'm telling you, the only thing quicker about that on a kill is when you go to Carl Chevrolet and you get killed on a good truck deal, right, right Joe? That's right. I if you want to feel if you want to get tagged out Smeltzer, he'll have you I tagged out before you know it. <laughs> and especially me, whenever hey, best tip I can give you on going seeing Smeltzer at Carl Chevrolet. Wait till I buy a truck and go the week yep. after, and then you'll get 0% financing. Yep, and then the 0% lasts until Dan buys his next vehicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still out for everybody who wants to know. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, good. It's We're finally getting some more vehicles in and all that stuff, so it's been a, a good week, and obviously the cold's coming around too, so hopefully everybody's bundling up this week. And now uh, you got, I dropped some car up off the other day, and what else? Uh, let me grab it. I got it right in front of me here. Did I give you Deer Classic tickets to give away? I do not have Classic tickets. I got coffee. Um, what oh, else tur- got in here? I brought you turkey calls. Turkey calls. Yep, they're right here. Yeah, go out and see Joe at Carl Chevrolet. He'll give you a free turkey call. And, a, and some coffee. coffee. Yeah. Yep, we got the turkey calls. We got, And there are mouth, mouth calls as well. Diaphragms. Read split callers. Yeah, they're they great are. calls. You can yelp with them and purr. Yep. And, yep. Go see Smelter. They're free, free, free. All you got to do is just go out and say hi. You don't, you don't have to buy anything. You know. Nope. Yeah. You might get tackled on the way out, but that's all right. <laughs> yep. So what? Hey, real quick. Was what's the financing? You know, Butch got me one percent financing, which is awesome. Oh, he did. I didn't know that's what he got you. That yeah, one percent. That's amazing. Yeah, that's almost as good as zero percent. I'm not complaining. I'm really not. I love <laughs> I love my six two man. That that thing gets when it snowed the other day. That thing got through that snow like you would water that. man. Yeah, yep, they don't take much. No, I love it. All right, hey, do you did you get inventory in? Or are you still are you still a little light? Still a little light. I got a little bit in this last week, and hopefully more to come. So it's getting a little bit better. So, but we we still have some. So all right, go got see. A ton of equinoxes. Ton of uh, traverses. Um, traverses typically never have 0%, but they actually have 0% right now, which is great too. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do 1.9% financing out to 84 months if you want to go a little bit longer term. Um, but I got a ton of those, ton of equinoxes and, um, more is to come. So, all right. All right. Tell them where you're at. 1101 Southeast or labor at the rock. And I'll be here till six and all next week. All right. Go get some outdoors, Dan coffee and some Turkey calls from smelter at Carl Chevrolet. He'll be there. So six yep. o'clock. Joe, thanks, buddy. Take care. I appreciate everything. All right. You too, man. I'll talk to you soon. All righty. All right. There you go. 845 and some change. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Jim. Jim, you just aimed dead on with your 20-yard pin. 
My my twenty yard pin. Everybody's bow is different, but you might maybe you know if you got a little bit of an arc in your bow shot. I I, I just put my twenty yard pin right underneath his right by his chin, and I know that's going to hit where I need to go. That's what I do. Good morning, CJ. Yes, I'm talking from experience. I took one of Jenny's pillows by mistake one time. Still got a dent in my head. Uh, Rick, good morning. Uh, actually, Jenny didn't do that to me. Jenny is my wife. Is the sweetest most understanding woman I've ever met in my life. She is a, she is so beautiful and, and she, I'm lucky to, and my dog loves her rape. That's Raven's. I mean, that's Raven's mommy. I mean, my dog loves my wife. That's how, I mean, come on. <laughs> you are number two in the list. Yeah, and actually she's making me homemade chicken soup this weekend. So I really, really, really appreciate her this oh, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. She made, she made elk spaghetti for me last night. That no was rock. It rocked. Shut the front door. It did. It was good, kidding? man. Yeah, elk spaghetti was great. <laughs> good morning, Tom. Uh, Rick, hey, good morning. Seven-year-old grandson, Carter, wishing you a good morning. Carter, good morning for watching us this morning. I love my... There you go, Jimmy. All right, hey, let me take a quick break. We come back. We'll do trivia right here on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, that's down to mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States. The Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge is up right now. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, light them up. 244-1350. 244-1350. Andrew will get you on there. we got Iowa Deer Classic tickets to give away this week. So uh, let's do that. The uh, trivia is brought to you this week by our good friends out at Advanced Family Dentistry. That would be Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, and Dr. T.J. Williams out there to take care of you and your family. All great tennis, led by my friend, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's a Jedi dentist. He uses the force to calm me down when I go there. I got to go there in a couple weeks to get a crown put on. And I know he'll be sitting there just using the old Jedi mind tricks to make sure that I'm nice and comfortable. They do a great job of really taking care of me out there. Um, really, honestly, I don't know about that, but I, I used to have fear going to the dentist. I really did. One, uh, I had a dentist that tried to do a, ca- uh, uh, a cavity redo on deal on me, and he didn't numb me up. And I was like 12, and ever since then, I, I was petrified of going to the dentist because it hurt so bad. Don't ever have to worry about that, anything like that at all, going to advanced family dentistry. They make sure that you are comfortable by the time you walk through the door, by the time you leave. Experience is as good as possible. Thank you. Um, they just do a great job. They can handle any dental procedure out there, whether it's, uh, you know, cavities, crowns, they can do your crown the same day. You don't have to do a temporary anymore. They'll, they'll get one. They got to, they can make the crown right there for you. They do a wonderful job at advanced family dentistry. They're located at North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. Their numbers are 1490-964-1490, or you can check them out anytime at ankenysmiles.com. And when you leave, what they should be saying to you is may the floss be with you because the floss will be with you. I'm not even going to waste my breath anymore. I've already said it. It's floss, 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 not force. Floss. They don't force anything there. It's floss. They take good care of you. Advanced Family Dentistry. They'll take great care of your family. All right, let's go to the phones and we're going to talk to Steve first, I believe. Steve, good morning, buddy. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm inside, boy. It's it's brutal out there today, isn't it? It is. I'm telling you, I felt. 
I, I feel so bad for the critters out there. Hey, get out there and make sure you're supplemental feeding if you can to help them out. I've been doing that for the last two weeks just to help them out, folks. So when, when it's that cold, they, they need uh, they need to help. Hey, uh, Steve, you want to go for some Deer Classic tickets this morning? Sure. All right. Can I give you a, you want a hunting or a fishing question? Uh, fishing. What do you call the thing that you put on your line that indicates that you have a fish? Um, and I'm not talking ice fishing here. I'm talking regular fishing. What, what do you, you put, put on a, your line to indicate to you that you have a fish or a bite? Indicator, um, some sort of a bell. Okay, Steve, listen to me, buddy. Don't overthink this. What do you put on your fishing line when you throw out to make sure that when you see it, no, you know you have a bite or a fish? Uh, when you see, do you like? Uh, do you ever use minnows or worms or anything live bait when you night, fish? Night crawlers. Okay. Well, what do you put on your fish? If you got a bite or not? It floats. Oh, a bobber. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> That's too easy. Well, I told you not to overthink it. I'm trying to give softballs here, and you're making me work too hard. Okay. Hey, congratulations, and uh, come by to Deer Classic and say hi, will you? I will. All right. We'll call you back, Steve. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Let's go to the phones and talk to David. Hi, David. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Dan. Hey, uh, would you like two tickets to go to the Deer Classic? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, hunting or fishing? Hunting. Uh, what do you call the little uh, dirt uh, the dirt thing that deers uh, use their paws to, to to scrape out the leave uh, the leave notice that uh, that there's other deer in the area that might be ready to do something. What do you call that? Well, I was gonna. Wh- what do you call? I was going to say scrape. Well, that's you, exactly what you should say. That's a scrape. I gave you the answer, David. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> you got right. two tickets to the Deer Classic. You are you happy with that? When is the Deer Classic? Sixth and seventh. Okay, great. Yeah, that's that's great. All right, buddy. We'll call you back after the show, okay? All right. Thanks, Dan. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. There goes David. All right. Man, we're out of time already. We're out of time. Hey, next week I'll try and do trivia earlier so we can give away four, t- four winners next week so we can make sure we get as many Deer Classic tickets out as possible, all right? That's it, man. We're out of time. I can't believe the two hours goes by so fast. I want to thank our sponsors. In these times that we're in right now, please remember to buy local. Go local, local, local. Not loco, local. And support all the people that support this show that bring the outdoors to you each and every week. Will you do that for me? If you want to know who that is, just go to OutdoorsDan.com and look under uh, radio, the radio show tab. And that'll tell you all the people that help support the outdoors on this radio program and i could not do it without my partners so please help me support them whenever you can bob good to see you dennis thank you ross good to see y'all if you need to get a hold of me go to outdoorsdan.com until next week god bless you and hey we're all in it together be good to one another we'll see you next time right here on 1350 espn see everybody everyone that goes outdoors needs a good partner one partner that is very important is a good knife Kershaw